Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Yeah, okay, right off the bat, there's a couple things we got to talk about. You know, when uh, the great Rush Limbaugh, the legend, the man who will never, ever be replaced, was on his radio show. And he had said something about Obama and not wanting him to succeed. A lot of people beat Rush Limbaugh up, especially in the hack goon loser media. Because they didn't understand what he was saying. But it was interesting because something happened on Fox and Friends this morning. And I want to address it along those lines. And second, something happened yesterday where if you watch this show, you absolutely understand how Donald Trump thinks. Because I've said it a thousand times. And what happened yesterday, now you know you're not wasting your time. Big show today. So much to talk about. Folks, a few decades ago, a few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that. Private. Well, what changed? The internet. Think about everything you browse, search for, watched, or tweeted. Now imagine all that data being collected by third parties into a permanent public record. To keep my data private when I go online, I use ExpressVPN. You should too. There are hundreds of data brokers out there. Their only business is to buy and sell your data. Well, that kind of sucks. They use your IP to uniquely identify you and your location. With ExpressVPN, my connection gets rerouted to an encrypted server and my IP address is masked. With ExpressVPN, I'm given a random IP address. It makes it more difficult for third parties to identify me and harvest my data. ExpressVPN is easy to use no matter what device you're on. All you got to do is tap one button, bang, 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 and you're protected. So if, like me, you believe your data is your business, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three extra months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. Joseph Stack Show. Let's go. It's showtime, Dan. Yes, so, indeed. Yes, it is. it is. So this happened yesterday. Vivek Ramaswamy, presidential candidate, who performed quite well, 8% of the vote in the Iowa caucus, considering he was a first-time candidate with absolutely zero political experience and Donald Trump in a race with his loyal supporters, is kind of a BFD. That stands for a big deal, and it rhymes with trucking. Vivek dropped out yesterday. And I want to show you something here. This is a portion of his appearance last night in the Jesse Waters show where he endorsed Donald Trump and he implored Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis to drop out. That's their business. That's not mine. However, having said that, this describes, because a whole bunch of people were confused about Trump and Vivek and all this stuff. I'm going to explain to you how you are not wasting your time here, but listen to this first. I think that you guys may have seen some of the rally that we had and the, the response was overwhelming. And I think it's very clear who the Republican primary electorate is saying that they want to be their nominee. I ran to be that person. They sent me a very positive message. But the very positive message they sent to all of us is that Don, Donald Trump needs to be the nominee of this party. And I think Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley would actually at this point do this country and this party a service by stepping aside to make sure that we're focused on not only nominating Donald Trump, but getting this country back and reviving those founding revolutionary ideals. You guys in the chat cracked me up. He's like, Dan, the chat's wondering about your hair. Do you like color your hair? No, I didn't color my normal hair. I just haven't. I usually shave my head once a week and I haven't in a couple of weeks. That's why it's just long. Color my hair. I'm 49. I'm married. What the hell am I going to color my hair for? I color like my hair. How did I miss marker, this? Dude. How did I miss this? Yeah, man, man. Here we go. The Donald Trump Sharpie is me. Yeah. Color my hair. No, it's not color my hair. I just well, tomorrow I'm going to cut it. I promise you it'll look different and it'll be back to normal color or whatever. You just probably see more used to seeing more of my head. So it looks darker. 
Folks, Vivek endorsed Donald Trump yesterday and a whole bunch of people online were like, I, I don't, I can't believe it. Donald Trump said the other day, Vivek's not MAGA. Vivek said this about Donald Trump. I can't, as my mother Miriam, my mother-in-law Miriam says, Joe, I cannot believe. They couldn't, I cannot believe. What, what can you not believe? You've never seen a primary before? Joe, uh, you've been in conservative talk radio for like 200 years. Yeah. Uh, have you ever seen candidates bash each other before and then link arms after the prime? Never happened, right? You've never seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, this is like called the primary process. Forget that, though, for a moment. It happens all the time. Forgetting that for a minute. Donald Trump, what have I told you? Does anybody in the show know my the one word I used to describe Donald Trump all the time? I saw some of you in the chat this morning talking about it. This is what inspired me. Donald Trump is transactional. How many times I got to say this? When you understand Donald Trump, you need to understand two things about him. But the most important thing is, for better or for worse, he is transactional. He is a business guy. He has been a business guy his whole life. You don't have to like his business. I don't give a shit. It's not my business. Bottom line is the guy's made himself a lot of money. He's had some hits. He's had some misses like anyone else who's been successful. He sees politics the same way he sees business. He sees it as a spreadsheet. I have an agenda. Here are the hundred things I want to do. Build the wall, school choice, whatever they may be. I have to get there. Is this person A, going to help me or B, going to F me over? That's it. You Folks, record this. To, to all the people who are uh, our friend, the Z guy and the others who record, please put this clip out there and spread it around because nobody gets this about Trump. And I can't understand how many times he's got to prove this before people get it through their heads. They're looking for like some Reagan era ideological conservative who grew up reading Milton Friedman. That's great. That was me reading Schumpeter, you know, reading Bill Buckley, God and man at Yale. Awesome. That's not Trump. He's a different guy. He's got an agenda. He sees a spreadsheet in front of him. Vivek, help me or hurt me? Hurt me before, wants to help me now. Okay. Key, have we not mentioned this a thousand times, the transactional thing? There were, it's amazing to me how many people are still surprised by this. They're like, I can't believe it. Donald Trump's bringing Vivek into his game. What can't you believe? Why, why would you think otherwise? I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you something right now. If Ron DeSantis drops out, of the race, or Nikki Haley, either one of them, and endorses Trump. B folks, chatsters, get ready for it right now. Listen to me. Joe, flag it. Flag this immediately. What is it? Ja it? January 17th. My other daughter's birthday tomorrow. January 17th. Got it. 11.07. They tell you never to mention the time because people watch on delay. I don't care. Eastern time. Flag it right now. He will do the exact same thing with Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. Why? Because he has an agenda and he sees people as assets or liabilities, just like a public filing. If that makes you uncomfortable, he's not your guy. If you want some guy to go out there and give speeches like Javier Malay at the World Economic Forum about the threat of some, thank you, flag. look at this, the chatster's flagging it already. Thank you, thank you. Yes, that's what you want, then he's not your guy. If you want a bunch of conservative shit to pass and you want the spreadsheet guy to do it, He's your guy. I'm going to say one other thing about him because I've explained this before. Number one, 
Donald Trump is transactional. You need to remember that. And it's not an insult. It's not an insult. I'm tired of people talking about conservatism and not doing it. Do you know how many people said they were going to move the embassy to Jerusalem? Do you know how many people said they were going to overturn Roe v. Wade by appointing justices? How many, folks? How many? Any? Yes, Guy, all of them. But they gave great speeches on Milton Friedman. Awesome. I love Uncle Milton. He's my man. Love that guy. But nobody got that shit done. Uh, Sorry, I don't mean to sound like an asshole here because I know you all in the chat get it. The guy sees politics as a freaking spreadsheet. That's it. There's one other thing about him I want you to understand, though. A lot of people don't understand the bravado. Oh, he exaggerates. It's hyperbole. Ladies and gentlemen, I grew up probably less than 10 miles from where Donald Trump did in Queens, okay? I'm a Queens kid, too. For those of you who don't know, because you're probably liberals and you're stupid, the conservatives already know this, Queens is a borough of New York. There are five boroughs. Queens, Brooklyn, the Bronx, Manhattan, Staten Island. There's also Long Island and Suffolk County, not boroughs in New York, but they're right there in that area, right? Donald Trump grew up in Queens like I did. Queens kids always talk like that with the bravado. Everything's an exaggeration. My car cost $10 million. I used to joke in Queens, whatever a Queens kid tells you, divide by three. Everything. How much you make a year? I make 100000 It means he makes about 33, 34. It's a Queens thing. But Joe, how many times you heard this, right? Here's the thing. In Queens, it's not considered lying. Because everybody automatically applies the discount. Tony, you're new here, but you're picking up on the show here. Do you get what I'm saying? Like if I tell Tony and Tony knows the rule of divide by three, if I tell Tony, Tony, I I make 100,000 a year, Tony knows what? I make 34. Did I lie? I guess technically, yes. But that's just not the way people in Queens are. And everybody builds in the discount. People from Queens exaggerate because of a couple reasons. Trump is from Queens. The Brooklyn kids are all the tough guys and the Bronx kids. They don't need, all they have to do is walk into place, say, I'm from Brooklyn. Everybody's like, oh shit, don't mess with that guy. If you didn't grow up in New York, you don't know. Trust me, I know. The Manhattan kids are not tough guys at all, but they've all got big bucks if they live in Manhattan. So people respect them. Walking around with their Vashon Rojosa teen watches and their Bentley cars. People are like, oh man, that's pretty cool. The Queens kids don't have either. They don't have the money. And they don't have the, the, the cachet of the Manhattan kids. Even if you have money in Queens, you don't have the Manhattan cachet. Trump was a Queens kid, not a Manhattan kid. They never really accepted him. And he doesn't have the toughness of the Brooklyn Bronx kid that comes built in. So everybody in Queens exaggerates. Ladies and gentlemen, you understand those two things. You will understand Donald Trump and you will never be confused again. It's one of the most important segments I've done this year. Bookmark it, flag it. Because when you understand that, you'll understand why he's my guy. Something else happened this morning. He's like, when are we going to get to the show you actually told me we were going to do? Shortly. I'm watching Fox and Friends this morning. Again, you know, of course, it's on in my bathroom doing the shower thing. Probably too much information. Scrubbing the hair. You all think I died. <laughs> Which is hilarious, by the way. It's good. Maybe I will die. Maybe tomorrow. Like, remember when I painted my face like the cheese skin? Maybe I'll come in tomorrow with like blonde hair. What do you think? Maybe I should do that tomorrow. I'll tell Paula, put peroxide in my hair or something like that. I'm watching Fox and Friends and Joe Manchin, Democrat senator from Virginia is on it. Joe Manchin 
is planning a run for the presidency. I don't think there's any doubt anymore. He's going to run under that no labels thing. But he said something I want to address because Rush Limbaugh addressed it a long time ago and got a whole bunch of shit about it. And Rush Limbaugh was right. Joe Manchin said at the beginning of appearance, uh, his appearance on Fox and Friends, that he told kill me. He said, you know, Brian, uh, I don't think it's any question Democrats and Republicans want the president to succeed. And I thought to myself in the shower, that's a cutesy line, isn't it? How many in the chat agree with that? Because I, I, got, I got me some questions, don't you, Joe? So, succeed at what? Isn't that a fair question? I mean, is that's kind of a broad thing to say, don't you think? Yeah. So you want President Biden to succeed. Succeed militarily if China were to attack us? Joe, fair to say, we don't like that, right? Probably a right. good idea. Bad succeed idea. militarily if Justin Trudeau were to try to invade us from Canada? Yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see us win. Yeah. Succeed militarily by not getting our men blown up in Afghanistan on the way out of a uh, hasty uh, exit from the country. Yeah, we'd like, would have liked to see him succeed on that. Uh, he didn't. But that's kind of a dumb thing to say, right? Joe Biden has an open borders policy. Okay. He can call it whatever he wants. Why would you want that to succeed? So if this is going to be Joe Manchin's line, then Joe Manchin shouldn't even bother running under no labels or anything else. What else do you want him to succeed at? His inflationary efforts? If I get to it today, I'm going to play you a video by this guy, Peter St. Ange, he's a good economic analyst, how the inflation crisis we're in is only getting worse because the spending hasn't stopped. You want Biden to succeed at that? You know, folks, you want cutesy time bullshit. This isn't the show. I think I've made that abundantly clear so far. We are dealing with an absolutely heinous abomination of an administration. No. I don't want them to succeed in portions of their agenda designed to destroy America. And you shouldn't either, whether you're a liberal or a conservative. Screw that shit. Supposed to sit around and play nice. Oh my gosh, the media will yell at me if I say I don't want Biden to succeed. Why would I give a shit about that? I'd like Biden to succeed in combating inflation by controlling his, his orgy of spending. I'd like him to succeed by closing the border. He's not doing any of that. His agenda is the opposite. And so I, by nature, because I want the United States to succeed, need him to fail at that. Right? Isn't this common sense? And I give exactly zero shits what the media thinks about that. Zero. Guy wants to destroy the United States. Oh, I want him to succeed. I better not say otherwise. By the way, this is how I wanted to start the show. Holy shit, they did it again. They did it again. You, you wondering why I did the show in this order and that mansion thing got in my craw this morning? We have an administration right now that are chock full of absolute scumbag tyrants kicking Trump off the ballot, meetings at the White House to have him arrested and investigated, a Georgia prosecutor alleged to be knocking boots with a lawyer prosecuting Donald Trump after these guys meet at the White House. Arresting them, spying on Trump, weaponizing him, investigating his lawyers, suing him in court, making up fake charges against him. And we're supposed to hope this succeeds. You can go take this and rotate on it. Also, they are disgusting, filthy liars, and they are desperate to start a race war in the United States. Oh, they're ready to hit the streets, folks. I got the, I got the, I, I got the evidence to back it up coming up. They did it again. These people have zero capacity for shame. 
I want you to remember this. Remember the whipping incident at the border? The whipping incident where there were no whips and it magically turned into a whipping incident in an international yeah. frenzy? Customs and Border Patrol were whipping people at the border. In case you need a reminder, here's a little supercut of the media who told you our Border Patrol were, quote, whipping people at the border. Check this out. Images that make you think of how enslaved people were treated. Border agents using some kind of whips around migrants at the border. At least one Border Patrol agent using a whip and was effectively trying to lasso some of the migrants. Whipping, I don't care what anyone says. Yes, it's a rain, but nonetheless, there was whipping that happened. Border Patrol agents using reins against migrants. They say that this looks like slavery. They say that this is cruel, that it's inhumane. I was not aware that whips, um, which come from the slave era, slavery era, were part of the package that we issue to any sort of law enforcement. In 2021, seeing whips and being them corralled on horses was just a sickening and dehumanizing image. When you start whipping people with, and you want to split hairs between reins and whips, I don't care what it is. That lacks humanity. Great Tom Elliott over at Grabian for that super cut of the whipping incident at the border. What's the problem, chatsters, about the whipping incident at the border? The problem is there was no incident and there was no whips. Here's the bullshitters at NBC News forced to recognize months after the story traveled around the globe. It was thrown like a ball. There you go. All around the globe. The infamous whipping incident was like a fastball from Clemens that made it away around the earth. The EHS report says some Border Patrol agents used unnecessary force on Haitians at border, but didn't whip them. Oh, okay. That's interesting to know. So there were no whips used at the border. Even NBC News had to acknowledge that. So strange. You see how we're in a cold civil war right now? Ladies and gentlemen, they did it again. Remember this tweet from the other day we put on the we put on the program here? A woman and two children drowned in the Rio Grande on Friday. Wow, that's really awful. While trying to enter the United States in Eagle Pass. It was in a section where Texas National Guard soldiers have prevented Border Patrol agents from processing and rescuing migrants. Wow. Applying what? That awful Governor Greg Abbott, who didn't open the border himself, Biden did. He caused this. Oh, shit. Look what happened. They did an investigation and now people had to go into court under oath. Department of Justice, I should add, scumbags, confirmed Biden administration lied about Texas being responsible for women and two children drowning in a Rio Grande. No, 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 Joe. Holy red flag on the field, on the field. under the hood for review. Holding, assholes, 15.7 yards, replay first down. Folks, how many times are you going to fall for these fuck sticks? How many times? How many times are you going to fall for this on the left? They were whipped. They stopped the drowning as if people were drowning and Texas was like, ah, let them drown. They know Joe Biden's DOJ has confirmed that his own DHS lied about Texas being responsible for women and children drowning in the Rio Grande because they prevented Border Patrol agents from responding. Here's the interesting part. What really happened? Oh, it's fascinating. Uh, it means that, uh, but that's not, that, that's not at all true, according to the filing with the Supreme Court. 
They say the illegals drowned an hour before the Border Patrol were even alerted, which means Biden's DHS was trying to use this to smear Texas over the land in Eagle Pass. Ladies and gentlemen, F these people, okay? They are trying to start a race war in the United States. These people are shit. They are absolute human garbage, and the media scum in that supercut and elsewhere are part and parcel to the problem. I am really sorry that you keep falling for this. I am even more sorry that people died at the border. I am not a savage. I am not an animal. I am a follower of Jesus Christ, and I love human beings. I understand they want to come here. It's a great country. They have my sympathies, but we have a process. It's called the immigration process. You know how I know it? Because my wife did it, because she's an immigrant. You have to come here legally. If you don't come here legally at a port of entry and you go to the Rio Grande River in a strong current, there's a chance you will die. The fact that our government is continuing to incentivize people to do this means they are part and parcel to people's death. And trying to blame it on Abbott for trying to stop it is probably one of the biggest scumbag jerkwad moves you have ever seen in your entire life. But that's who we're dealing with. We are dealing with scum and you need to get your skin really thick and toughened up because we are not dealing with political opponents. We are dealing with people who hate this country. And that's why Biden has to fail because he wants this place to be destroyed. Because if Biden succeeds, this country goes down in flames. By the way, get ready for two significant earthquakes coming. Censorship and the riots, folks. I got um, their own words coming up next. Their own words. This is all going to get worse. (sighs) Came out firing today. You see my point with this stuff? Hey, we got a new sponsor today. You know I'm into biohacks. I absolutely fell in love with this product. Fell in love with this product. And I really want you to try it. It's colostrum by Armra. And I want you to check this out. This is actually mine right here, as you can see. Got the little scooper inside. It's open because this is my actual colostrum. It's got a little scooper. I use two to three scoops. What is colostrum? Well, listen, I've been having some trouble for a while with some things. And Paul and I were looking for a product that we think could help us with our immune system, especially during the sickness season here. We've been taking this product for a while, a while, a while, excuse me, I swear by it. And listen, I've taken it now. It is absolutely incredible. After strengthening our immune system with Armour Colostrum, we rarely get sick. Armour Colostrum is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum. It harnesses over 400 nutrients. Stuff is no joke. It helps strengthen your immune barriers. Bovine colostrum comes from cow's milk and contains nutrients and proteins that are natural antibodies. Please look this up. Don't take my word for it. I don't advertise products I don't use and love. It reinforces your body's inside suit of armor. It's the first line of defense against these harmful particles from the environment that can make you sick. We've worked out a special offer just for you. My recovery also for my workout routines has been that much faster. Receive 15% off your first order. That's what it looks like, armor colostrum. Go to tryarmra, T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash Dan or enter Dan to get 15% off your first order. Throw it in your protein shake, put it in some water. It doesn't matter. Just take it. I take two scoops a day. That's tryarmra.com, A-R-M-R-A, armra, armra, tryarmra.com slash Dan. These statements of products have not been evaluated by the FDA. They're not intended to diagnose, cure, uh, uh, treat, cure, or prevent any disease or condition. These statements and information are not a substitute for alternative to seeking care from your healthcare provider. You'll thank me later. Awesome. Really proud to have them on board. 
Okay. Get ready coming up for two significant developments that are going to happen as Trump starts to close in. Folks, we're going to see what happens in New Hampshire. I don't want to preemptively get ahead of anything. That's a big mistake in politics. There's going to be a red wave. The primaries, it's not over. There are still three candidates in the race. It's not over. Okay. These, these, uh, DeSantis and, and Haley are still fighting. What's going to happen? I don't know. New Hampshire, if Trump wins big there, I would suspect at that point or probably close the thing out. But we'll see. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We still got to fight on our hands for a lot of different things. And we definitely got to fight in the general election. I don't want to hear about polls. Trump's up 72 points. I don't care. You should be running like Trump is 50 points down. Because as Trump closes in on the nomination, you are going to see two things ramp up. Censorship under the guise of, hey, we're just trying to get free and fair elections and prevent disinformation. So, i.e., we need to censor people. And you are going to see increasing calls for riots and coups. No. Yes. Just read their own words. Folks, remember the infamous Time Magazine article? I want to hot tip Jeff Carlson because I've read this article probably 50 times. But every time I read it, I see something new. And I was scrolling through Twitter yesterday and the great Jeff Carlson had pointed out these two lines that I missed. I read over this and I never caught this. This article in the New York Times, excuse me, in Time Magazine is an absolute killer for the left. It describes openly their coup riot plan if Donald Trump were to win, okay? This was for 2020, but I assure you this absolutely applies now. You've seen it before. It's called The Secret History of the Shadow Campaign that Saved the 2020 Election. This is the guidebook. Listen to me. This is the leftist guidebook for what they are going to do in this election if Donald Trump doesn't win. Just read their own words. Number one, on the censorship fight, they are going to censor people. You are not going to be able to speak if Donald Trump closes in on this thing. They are going to use every single thing in their power to squash Facebook, to squash TikTok, Snapchat, all of these outlets they control. Folks, my Facebook page is one of the biggest in the country. We are being throttled right now like crazy on Facebook. I could show you the numbers. It is devastating. It is already starting. And it's going to be done under the guise of disinformation. You doubt me? They write about it. Look at it right here. Time. The disinformation defense. Bad actors spreading false information is nothing new. What do they mean by that? They mean conservatives telling you the truth. For decades, campaigns have grappled with everything from anonymous calls claiming the election has been rescheduled to flyers, spreading nasty smears about candidates' families. But Trump's lies, you notice that Trump's lies are different. Trump's lies are different. And conspiracy theories, the viral force of social media, and the involvement of foreign meddlers made disinformation a broader, deeper threat to the 2024. You get it? Joe, you get with my... Yeah. <laughs> you get it? You see what they're going to do? We <laughs> need to censor conservatives because the bigger problem is Trump's lies and Russians or something like that. So we should censor people before the election. I got video coming up too. I'm going to show you how this is a global thing. I am, this show is ahead of everyone. You understand? You're watching this show. You already know their plan. They are going to censor the shit out of you in the coming months. And as Trump gets closer to GOP nod, it is going to get worse by the day. I could show you my Facebook and you'll see exactly what I mean. This is going to get worse. Censorship, number one. Number two, get ready for their calls for riots and their calls for coups. This is the part Carlson picked up on. The disinformation thing I had seen. But this is the part I missed in this piece. I want you to read every single word of this with me. So they know to their street team during the 2020 election that was getting ready to riot if Donald Trump won, won 
They know. So the word went out. Stand down. Why? Because they thought Biden won. Protect the results announced that it would not be. Protect the results announced. Uh, that's the name of the group. Protect the results announced that it would, quote, not be activating the entire national mobilization network today. Wait, hold on. Joseph, what the f- is that? The National Mobilization Network? Chatsters, Chatsters, what the hell is the National Mobilization Network? Sounds to me like the National Riot Coup d'etat Network. Sounds kind of commie to me. Bet. They will not be activating the entire National Mobilization Network today, but it remains ready to activate it if necessary. Wow. It's almost like they're admitting there's a national mobilization network. How do I know that? Because they freaking said it on Twitter. Outraged progressives wondered what was going on. Why wasn't anyone trying to stop Trump's coup? Notice how it's Trump's coup, not theirs. <laughs> this is hilarious. Where were all the protests? But Horser, this is one of the guys uh, organizing this thing, credits the activists for their restraint. Listen to this. Listen to this. They had spent so much time getting ready to hit the streets on Wednesday, i.e. the day after Election Tuesday. But they did it, he says. In other words, they restrained themselves, but they were ready because basically because Biden won. Ladies and gentlemen, they're freaking telling you what they're going to do. You can be a lefty all you want. Criticize this show. Free speech, brother. All I ask is one thing. If you're going to take a dump on this show and you're going to do your media matters drill, I just ask one thing. And I I beg of you, just please include the transcript of the show. So when people read it, they can find out that Dan Bongino says there's going to be a coup and riots and people were ready in the streets. I'm not saying it, dipshit. I'm saying nothing of the sort. I'm reading your own words, you lefty lunatics. That's why. Oh, I got more receipts, folks, including one from yesterday I wanted to hit again about military coups. Oh, my gosh. Dan Bongino with another conspiracy theory. Really? He's just reading Foreign Policy magazine. All I ask, please just include the transcript. That's all I ask. So you lefty nuts can see that this is all you, not us. You just don't like that I notice. Quick break and I get back to it. It's important. Don't go anywhere. Folks, blackout coffee. Listen, be awake, not woke. Start your day with a hot, yeah, baby, look at those hands. Look at those hands. Is it there? Is it there? You think so? Did you sniff it, Tony? Holy Moses. This is like, and now that we got three people in here, three, there's, that, this is like extra sniffs, and it's still sniffable. This is blackout coffee. This is sniffapalooza. Why does it say 2A on the bag? That's not for Appendix 2A of some guidebook at Blackout Coffee. That stands for Second Amendment because there's some damn good coffee beans in this bag, the best premium-grade coffee beans. Most people don't even know what premium coffee tastes like. Why? Because you probably drank some crap from these mega corporations that hate you. That's why I'm... (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I'm sorry. Blackout Coffee lets me do my thing because I love this company. How many cups do you think I had in the chat today? How many? I'll give you over under, over under three, over three, under three. Start your day and your year off right with Blackout Coffee. Skip those long lines at the store. Order online. Blackout Coffee ships within 48 hours of roasting. And the coffee is just amazing. I'm not asking you to buy it because they love America. Okay, that's great. I love that they love America. I wouldn't be with them otherwise. But the coffee is just good. Go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino and see what I'm talking about. They're the real deal. 
bold, never bitter. It's time to quit drinking that watery brown crap every morning. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino for awesome tasting coffee. Use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Make the switch to blackout coffee. You're going to love it. Check it out. Personally, vegetable. What's the over-under for? <laughs> over. A lot of overs. You are correct. I'm at a four-ski. Hey, I got a box yesterday, by the way. I'll keep that up there. I know. I got a box yesterday outside. I'm getting some sun at three o'clock because the sun came out for like two minutes in Florida. And Mike Lindell, remember I was complaining about the towels? I kid you not, folks. Yeah, I got to give you some stuff. Lindell sent me, the FedEx guy comes in, folks, with a box this big. I'm like, what the hell is that? I didn't order anything. He's like, it's not heavy. So I get it. I'm like, oh, wow, look, I'm feeling strong. I open it up. It was a ton of towels because I have the crappiest towels ever. I needed my pillow towels. Mike Lindell is the best. Sent me an entire box of towels that actually dry you and they like, they don't leave you the fuzzies all over. But they're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever. When you use promo code Dan, you get free shipping in your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0, 50% off the brand new flannel sheets. It just arrived and won't last long. The six pack towel sets for only $29.98. Take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sales for uh, on sale for as low as $99.98. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels. Have the same technology as the bath towels. They absorb. They have dog beds. Lucy's got one. Blankets, couch, uh, couch pillows, so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-637-4982. Use promo code Dan. Get free shipping on your entire order. Call 800-637-4982 or go to MyPillow.com. Promo code Dan. All right. Thanks for your patience. We appreciate it. No, I don't sift the towels. I said, I dry my face with the towel. So sometimes I'll take a deep breath. But no, I definitely don't say. I mean, there's no fuzzies. You notice I have no fuzzies on me today. So thank you, Mike Lindell. That's awesome. Folks, just read their own words. They are preparing for the deuce, the deuce aru, okay? And the deuce ain't good. It's kind of like the deuce, like the deuce, if you know what I mean, right? That's what it is. It's crap. Censorship, and they are preparing for riots and coups. Why? They talk about it all the time. Dan, they haven't talked about a coup. Gee, if you would, foreign policy from yesterday, January of 2017, right after the Trump inauguration, three ways to get rid of, three ways to get rid of President Trump before 2020. Holy shit, look, they talk about a coup. The fourth possibility is one that until recently I would have said was unthinkable in the United States of America, a military coup, or at least a refusal by military leaders to obey certain orders. Oh, Dan Bongino, conspiracy theorist, talking about a coup. I'm not talking about a coup. I'm reading you Rosa Brooks's words you can see on the screen right there from foreign, foreign policy. A national action network getting ready to hit the streets if they lose. That sounds like a Dan Bongino conspiracy theory. Actually, it sounds like it was written in Time Magazine by a bunch of leftists. You can kind of see it yourself. It was right up on the screen before if you just want to take a look. Dan Bongino talking about a censorship complex. Oh, look, there it is. He put it up again, just in case you liberal dipshits missed it. There it is right there. That's, that's, that's so crazy. Dan Bongino talking about them censoring us. Censor, I'm not talking about it. You know, the World Economic Forum, global elite crowd, the foie gras, bow tie eating, ass kissing, massage therapy, sex worker crowd. Sex worker crowd. Where'd that come from? Did you read that article? Did you happen to see it? I think it was at the New York Post or elsewhere. Apparently, there's a bunch of sex workers and uh, at the, the Davos Global Economic Forum thing going on right now. And uh, you can't get one, Joe, because they're all busy. They're all too busy. What are they in town doing? Washing people's cars? I'm just curious. That's kind of weird. I thought Big these were week. global elites. Try- <laughs> yeah, you, 
I did not put this in the show. Hey, look, Key, go, this guy's gold. Prostitutes charge Davos attendees twenty five hundred a night as sex work demand booms. Why? What, what are they? What are they in town for? Global warming? What kind of warming are we talking about? Warming gels for gel? What are that? You? What are those? I don't know. I don't know. What's going on in Davos? Kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Kind of weird. Friction. A lot of carbon dioxide emissions going on in some of those bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. So weird. So weird. <laughs> a lot of countries showed up. There's a lot of ministers there. Oh, yeah. A lot of people cosplaying ministers, too. Reclaim the net. Davos elites are now complaining about the lack of censorship on Elon Musk's ex. Ladies and gentlemen, I always bring the receipts, man. This is going to get worse as Donald Trump closes in. Listen to Ursula von Vander, Ursula von der Leyen, who, by the way, just sounds like a Bond villain again. Here's Ursula von der Leyen. She is the European Commission president. Here she is. I want you to notice here. She's complaining, by the way, about disinformation, which chatsters, what does disinformation mean when liberals talk about it? You guys know what me worries is Daniel rocking today. Thank you. Disinformation means conservatives speaking the truth, exposing the COVID vaccine, exposing Spygate, exposing the Russia hoax, exposing all the Trump fairy tales about Donald Trump. That's what disinformation means. I want you to listen to this European commission lady. And that's very specifically, she talks about the biggest problem in the world right now is disinformation, i.e. conservative talk. And I want you to notice how she mentions demographics again. I thought the demographic destiny was like a conservative conspiracy theory. Check this out. For the global business community, the top concern for the next two years is not conflict or climate. It is disinformation and misinformation followed closely by polarization within our societies. These risks are serious because they limit our ability to tackle the big global challenges we are facing. Changes in our climate and our geopolitical climate, shifts in our demography and in our technology, Holy Moses, I thought the demographic destiny replacement theory argument was a conservative fairy tale. Did you hear what she just said? I listened to that. I was shaving yesterday, so I got this cut because I was distracted. I listened to that. I'm not kidding. Probably 20 times, the whole cut. It goes, it's about a minute and 30. Because I wanted to be sure I wasn't misinterpreting what she's saying. Let me translate what she just said when she's talking about disinformation and demography. You know, we really want this demographic destiny thing where we can import the world into capitalist countries to happen. The problem is you damn conservatives keep noticing it. That's exact. Joe, that's exactly what she just said. Yeah. Okay. Not exactly verbatim what she said. That's exactly what she means. Why do you think she mentions demography and disinformation? Demographics. He pulled the supercut. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Just play a few, play my 20, 30 seconds of it. Here's the Democrats obsessed with this idea of changing the demographic makeup of a country, not through legal immigration, but illegal immigration. And they're just mad that you noticed and they want to call it disinformation. Listen. 
coming out into the open. In a few years, we're going to be a majority brown country. White people will not be the majority in the country anymore. This will be the first generation ever in American history uh, in which whites will be a minority of the generation at some point. As of 2007, every year, babies being born in this country, whites now are the minority. In 2044, uh, everyone is going to be a minority. As the demographics change, as white people become the minority in the country, which is coming. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny. Demographics is destiny, right? The country is changing. I've been saying it here. Other people have been saying it here for years now, even before Donald Trump. The demographics is destiny. The white population. Folks, that goes on for like three minutes. Again, to the liberals who watch my show, you can kiss my ass, number one. But second, if you're going to attack my show, that's fine. I understand that's what you do. It's fine. I get that's how you make money. I have no way. I'm a capitalist, too. I just ask one thing. Just attack it honestly. Just put the transcript in. So if you're going to tell me the discussion about demographic destiny, what you euphemistically call replacement theory or whatever, that's your term, not ours. If you're going to tell me that's a conservative conspiracy theory, then please just play the cut of people on your side obsessing over demographic destiny, demographics, demography, and disinformation. Just play the cut so people can understand we're not making this shit up. Here's another lady at the World Economic Forum going on in Davos. A sex worker crowd, man. 2,500. Really expensive. There's capitalism at work over there. Here, again, this was all over the World Economic Forum this weekend, where they are paranoid about free speech before the election. It's going to get worse with Trump. Here's this lady. I think she's a Harvard person over there. She's like, this Twitter X, whatever X they call it. This place is so scary. We got to be sure, you know, I may have to get out of there. I'm not sure it's worth my time. You listen to yourself, not my words, hers. For a long time, I was on Twitter. Um, and now it's become such a toxic place that I've concluded it's not a worthwhile place to spend time. And as you said, it is exhausting. So you do have to pick and choose. And you have to think about where the places where you can get your message across. Notice again, ladies and gentlemen, just listen. I always bring the receipts. Just listen to their own words. She only wants to stay in places where she can get her, quote, message across. She is a Harvard professor. That message is obviously a liberal one. She doesn't want to go places where she's forced to deal with ideas she's uncomfortable with that may, in fact, be true. This is an academic. This is where we are. Folks, they're trying to destroy this country. Usually I would tell you I lay the show out this specific way intentionally, but I got to tell you, this part just happens serendipitously by accident. The thing in the beginning of the show about Joe Manchin saying he wanted Biden to succeed and everybody should, which I absolutely, resolutely do not agree with without the caveat, succeed at what? Destroying our border? Yeah, there were some things I'd like to see him succeed. I I don't want to see a 15 percentage point inflation increase so people go starving. But he's not doing any of that. They have a plan right now. And their plan is destruction. And if I had to distill it down to three points, people tend to think in threes sometimes. Three strikes, you're out. (laughs) Remember Herman Cain's, not God rest his soul, the 999 plan. People think in threes. 
They're trying to destroy our border. They're trying to destroy our money and they're trying to destroy our institutions. And no, I don't want Biden to succeed at destroying these things. And I don't know why you would either, regardless of your political affiliation. Breitbart. Biden, a border showdown. Texas must give the feds access to January 18th or else, says the Biden administration. What did I tell you, folks? Circled it right here. We are living in the middle of a cold civil war right now. And you better pay attention to this story in Texas because that date is tomorrow. Tomorrow is the 18th. The Biden administration is implying that they might arrest Texas officials for trying to take control of our open border and stop the invasion into their state. I've asked you a couple times now, what do you think is going to happen? Is anybody prepared for when both sides have guns and they say, I'm coming in? No, you're not. Why is nobody covering this story like us? Does anybody see how catastrophic this could be? How the Biden administration has forced this on everyone? This is going to get ugly, folks. They want to destroy the border. It's part of their plan. Destroy the money, destroy the border, and destroy the institutions. Why would you want Biden to succeed at that? Come on, Dan, they don't want to destroy the border. I just told you Biden is threatening to lock people up in Texas who are trying to close the border. Think about that. Texas is saying, hey, we can't take this invasion anymore. People are going to die. Biden's saying, we don't care if they die. We'll, we'll lock you up if you try to stop this. Here, just the news. Blue states extend free health care to illegal aliens. Some don't even require immigration docs. No. Yes. I thought they were trying to, the, the Democrats care about illegal immigration. Yeah, they care. They love it. Ladies and gentlemen, they are trying to destroy this place. This is intentional. Why would you want them to succeed? Are you crazy? Here's that fool, full of shit governor in Illinois, Pritzker. He's now faking and feigning being upset about the illegals pouring into Chicago. But I'm going to show you something afterwards to show you this guy's entirely full of crap. He isn't going to do a damn thing about it because they love this. They want the country destroyed. Here, listen to this a-hole. Not enough has been done. There's no doubt about that. And I think that the president needs to do more. The Congress needs to do more. Uh, cities out here that are the target of this political game that Governor Abbott is playing uh, are suffering. And uh, here in Illinois, it's minus 29 degrees uh, outside with the wind chill. Uh, we have migrants that arrive from Texas virtually every day, uh, hundreds, and uh, we don't have places to put them. We don't have enough shelter space here. There are plenty of other cities where, you know, if he's going to send people, they could be sent. But no, he's choosing only Democratic states, Democratic cities. Because you guys are sanctuary cities. Keith, you have that press release from J.B. Pritzker's Illinois welcoming people to the state illegally? Folks, I, th th these people are full of shit. California, hey, man, we got to do something about this illegal crisis. Yeah, but come here. We'll give you free health care. Matter of fact, you don't even need any documents. So what would it? Oh, Illinois.gov. Governor Pritzker signs legislation further establishing Illinois as the most welcoming state in the nation. <laughs> Designed to provide protections for immigrant refugee communities. Oh, yeah, folks. This is all by accident. Are you, are you really falling for this? I know you're not in the chat. And by the way, 
You think that you think this is an accident? Yeah, of course I want Biden to fail. He's trying to destroy the freaking country. You think I want him to succeed? What do you think? I'm a nihilist? This is being done intentionally. You saw the press release. You saw the California thing about health care. It's not an accident. What about the destruction of our money? This, I, I love this guy. This guy, Peter St. Angie's great. Here's about a minute of his thing. You think they're trying to fight inflation? No, no, no. Biden wants to fight inflation. He doesn't want inflation bad before the election. Really? Listen to this guy who actually knows a little bit about economics. It's like they're not trying to fight inflation at all. They're actually throwing gasoline in the inflation fire because they're still not done spending money. Where do you think that money's going to go? Here, listen to yourself. Inflation isn't just undead. It's positively rocking the graveyard. So what happened? Two things. First, the federal government never actually cut spending. Second, there was so much bank and hedge fund money parked at the Fed that as it drained out, especially the reverse repo, that meant there was plenty of money sloshing around Wall Street. It was only tight for the unwashed voters trying to, say, buy a house or pay down their credit card. The federal spending in particular has been eye-watering. In fact, just hours after the BLS inflation report, Janet Yellen rolled up with her bag of goodies reporting the federal deficit for December soared to $130 billion in a single month. For perspective, the typical budget deficit during the Trump years on a December was roughly $20 billion. Under Biden, it was $80 billion last year. Now it's $130. And there's still another year to go, maybe more if the dead vote swings blue again. You want Biden to succeed, Joe Manchin. At what? Succeed, it's kind of an open-ended statement, correct? Destroying our currency by running deficits of $130 billion a month, absolutely unprecedented in human history. That's what you want. What are you, are you insane? They're trying to destroy our institutions too. Here's Admiral John Kirby, a guy I heard people once respected, who's now completely debased himself. He humiliated himself over and over. Here he is making excuses for our defense secretary who's decimated faith in the military chain of command. Imagine being a, a soldier, a Marine, an airman, the Navy, the Coast Guard, with a Space Force. You didn't take the vax and you got dishonorably discharged for not following the rules when the defense secretary literally ignored every single chain of command rule, put our national security at risk by not notifying the White House about a perilous health condition. And here's Kirby defending it. Imagine how you feel as a rank and file soldier. You want to see why people won't enlist in our military? Because Joe Biden and his team want to destroy faith in institutions and it's working. Listen to this. Does the president talk to him on a daily basis? Because I think one of the things that surprised a lot of people, knowing what a tinderbox the Middle East is, Europe is, and the concern about China, was how infrequently there was direct contact between the White House and the defense secretary for that entire period of time at the end of December through January. There's routine, regular communications between the president and the secretary of defense, as well as well the secretary of state. Uh, and, and normally, like, for instance, the some of the strikes we took on Christmas Day, Christmas night, and then a few days later were pre-approved. Secretary Austin was part of that discussion. He was part of the discussion from his hospital room when we took these strikes against these Houthi sites uh, just a couple of nights ago. I mean, he's actively involved and engaged. Uh, and I think it's important for people to remember that the cabinet officials don't have to sit and talk every single day to make every decision. A lot of the work that gets done in national security is done at the staff level. 
Right. But there is a chain of command here. Of course. And the commander in chief didn't know that his defense secretary was this ill. And that's a problem. And the president has spoken to that. That that is not the way it's supposed to be. It's certainly uh, something we need to get more answers to. And the Pentagon's investigating this and and, uh, we'll see what comes out of that. But that, that is not the way the process is supposed to work. That is right. Was anybody fired? Nah. First thing they came out with is, yeah, we love Lloyd Austin. He's great. Imagine you're a, again, you're a soldier who's been through the ringer for, because you didn't want to take the vaccine because you didn't want to like die or something like that. Or you were afraid you were going to get a blood clot or you had some other fear or you just didn't want to do it. Religious reasons. And you're watching this shit. Oh, and by the way, a 911 call just surfaced from Lloyd Austin, one of his staffers, where they acknowledge, hey, can you come to the house? This guy's really sick, but don't, don't bring the lights and sirens. Ladies and gentlemen, what did I tell you last week? Remember, Joe? What did I say? Ladies and gentlemen, this guy's got a full-time detail around him. Somebody knew he was in the hospital. You don't waste your time here. Now you know. Right. You ever see Kevin O'Leary on Shark Tank? You ever watch the show, Mr. Wonderful, the guy who loves royalties for everything? Kevin O'Leary, whether he knows it or not, he's talking about the same thing Kirby is right here. Lloyd Austin? No, not Lloyd Austin. How Joe Biden and his administration have absolutely destroyed our border our money, and faith in our institutions, our military, and our court system. The court system right now is a complete laughable joke. Donald Trump's like being accused of the most ridiculous things by absurd, outrageous people. He's being sued for fraud cases where there's no fraud, no victim. He's being dragged into court for First Amendment violations, air quotes. Kevin O'Leary brings this up the other day on CNN. Mr. Wonderful's asked about this court case about uh, his overvaluation of Mar-a-Lago, whatever the hell that bullshit case was where there was no fraud. And O'Leary's like, you realize people do this every single day, real estate people in New York, right? You're going to shut down the entire court system in New York State? Listen to this. That's what this case is all about. What? And, and by the way, forget about Trump. Every single real estate developer everywhere on earth does this. They always talk about their asset being worth a lot. And the bank says, no, and that's just the way it is. So in this case, when I'm trying to figure out and I'm not pro or con or I don't care about the politics, who lost money? Nobody. The bank got paid back the construction finance loan and a new building was built. And if, if you're going to sue this case and win, you got to sue every real estate developer everywhere. This is all they do. This is what they do all day long, every day. So I don't think this thing will ever survive appeal, regardless of what the fine is. This doesn't even make sense. Now, look, I know Trump's got a lot of problems in other indictments and everything else. But but this if you're a real estate developer, you're watching this, you're saying, what is this? This is ridiculous. Folks, they're destroying everything. Now, I want to leave you with a note of optimism and a note of optimism. I mean, please, man, look at me. Beam right in. We've been in far worse places. This is no time for boo-hoo, poor me bullshit. Country's lost. Forget it. The country's not lost. We have the world's most powerful military. There's not even a close second. We have an industrial base and an entrepreneurial people that second to none. We have a productive capacity and a university system that when we clean out the nonsense in there now is the envy of the entire world. We are surrounded by two huge oceans and two relatively friendly countries on both sides. They're not planning an invasion right away, if you get what I mean. Well, some of you would debate that and sound probably be right, but at least not a military one. And maybe who knows? Maybe, maybe I should retract that point down south, but you get the point. 
We have tremendous capacity here. We are on the cusp of major technological breakthroughs. It is not lost. A simple double-digit boost in productivity and some spending restraint and some sanity, and we can fix this place. But we are going to have to get out and do things like vote and get on knock on doors and donate to these. I know these campaigns suck. Politicians hate you, but we use them as tools. This is consent to the governed. We're the governed. They operate on our consent. We've got to go out and grab life by the balls and fix this place, or we're going to be staring down the abyss soon. They are destroying our borders. They're destroying our money. They're destroying our institutions, and it's happening in live time. We still have time to fix it. I promise I would not steer you wrong. You have my absolute word. I love you guys too much. Folks, thanks so much for tuning in. I so deeply appreciate it. The radio show, if you want to watch the uh, video simulcast, is always available, by the way, right here. What is it, Reed Gee? Radio Live. It queues up in just a few minutes at rumble.com slash Bungino. A lot of you stay. We had almost 40,000 people yesterday. Please spread the word. Join the chat here. Download the Rumble app. It is absolutely free. Set up an account if you want to chat with me. I get in the chat for the show around 10 o'clock. An hour early show starts at 11 a.m. Join us every single day. We'd love to have you. See you back here tomorrow on the radio show in a few minutes. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show.